welcome to Fiercely Freelance, the no BS podcast for freelance women that brings you hot business, marketing and mindset tips every week, as well as raw and inspiring stories from real freelancers. I'm your host, Seals Lockley. I'm a former freelancer and expert digital marketer of 20 years, and I'm here to help you discover how to create and grow a freelance business that puts your desires and needs first connects you to a true sense of purpose and gives you a sustainable income. If you want to feel confident, calm, but also seriously fucking fierce as a business owner, I've got you. Hello, love. How are you? Welcome back to Fiercely Freelance, the podcast with me, Seals Lockley, business mentor and big sister friend to freelancers here to help you with all the steps along your freelancing journey. And today I'm here to talk about something which everybody struggles with at one point or another in their freelancing journey, which is the big selling job. So when we start out freelancing, we forget that actually running a business isn't just about doing the work it involves a bit of a sales job. So today I'm going to run you through seven ways to make selling more enjoyable in your business so you don't dread it, so you don't find it daunting, so it doesn't give you the ick, and so you can actually start making it fun and easy and exciting. So let's dive into those seven tips, those seven areas I'm going to give you today to help you feel more comfortable and more excited about selling. So the first one is I want you to do your research. So if you're trying to sell something and you don't know what you're selling or you don't know that somebody needs it, then it's going to be really hard to do that selling job. Selling isn't, in my mind, about selling. Like, let's lose this idea of this sleazy car salesman, like trying to push something on us. Selling should never be pushy. It should never be uncomfortable. It should never be pressured. It should always be about addressing a particular need. So the first part of the process is finding out what your dream customers want from you find out what they need from you, find out what they're struggling with, do your research, ask them questions, find out what they need from you as a service provider. Because for me, selling isn't about selling anymore. It's not about pushing anything. It's not about coercing somebody or convincing somebody or controlling somebody into doing something. It's about serving them. So when we switch that inner voice from I'm, I'm here to sell, I need to sell, I need to push, I need to Uh, inflict my service on somebody to, I'm here to serve. I'm here to give you what you need. I'm coming from a place of providing something that you want and need and know you need. It changes the whole energy around it. So once you do your research, it will just feel like you know better what you're aiming for. Number two, you got to create a product or service that people actually want. It solves a problem or addresses a need or helps them get to a goal that they have. And so this is off the back of your research that you're going to do. You're going to be able to sell so much more easily if you know that what you are providing as a service provider, as a freelancer, is a service that people need. So once you've done your research and you found out the intricacies of what your clients want from you, You can design a service which you know they absolutely want and need and addresses a specific issue or a goal that they have. Once you've nailed that, then again, it's going to be so much easier and more enjoyable to sell that thing because you're going to be like, yeah, I know you need this. Yeah, you're going to want this because this is exactly what you need to get to the other side 
of what you're trying to do. This is going to get this thing ticked off your list. This is going to get that goal that you're looking for. This is going to help you feel better, more clarity, more confidence in your business, whatever it might be, whether it's copywriting, web design, brand design, SEO, whatever it is you're providing, your service is going to help your ideal clients to really move forward in their business, get the progress that they want. If you can give them a service or a product that does that, then that's going to be much, much easier to sell because you're going to know you've really listened to what they need. Sounds super obvious, but trust me, a lot of people get that wrong. Number three, make your services easy to sell. And this is the really, really big one. If you have decided, okay, I've done my research. I know that people want social media management from me. I've created a social media management service and it solves these problems. Like it helps people get more reach, more engagement, more consistency, blah, blah, blah. You've done that. Great. You've done your job in terms of your research and your setup of your service. But if it's not easy for you to sell, you're not going to sell it. Why? Because it has to make sense for you as well as your client. So take the time to unpack what it actually is, how it works, who it's for, how you're going to deliver it, the scope of work, the timeline, the milestones, the results that they can expect. You have to detail all this stuff out so that when you're selling it, it becomes easy because we find things hard when we don't know all the information. That's a general rule for life. If something's hard for you, it's because you don't know how to do it or it just feels too big and overwhelming. So make it easy for yourself by getting very, very cozy with exactly how this service or product works, exactly how it's going to impact your client, exactly how you're going to deliver it. And then it's going to be so much easier to sell because when you're talking about it, you'll know exactly what to say. And the client is going to hear clearly what they're going to be getting. And that's going to be much more appealing than some vague description of what they might get as a service. Number four, you've got to believe in what you're selling. You have got to absolutely 100% believe that what you're selling is great. If you don't believe it, nobody else will. If you don't have that light in your eyes, that smile on your face that says, this is a fucking awesome product or service, and I believe it's going to help you and it's going to make your life better. And I can prove it because I've got results because I've created these results before, or I just know this works because I've tested it out with a few clients. When you've got that confidence and you believe in it, so much easier to sell. Now, if you're going, hang on a minute, Seals, I'm brand new. I haven't even tested my product out then I want you to go back a few steps. I want you to go back to research. I want you to go and contact some clients who would be happy to do the service with you. And maybe you give them, you know, a beta price, which is basically like a lower price for them to test it out. Don't do it for free unless it's like literally writing a blog post, but make sure that you've tested your product out on your clients first. And then you get some results, which will help bring, again, bring in that proof that what you're doing has worked and has got a result. Because people don't want to just know that you do something and that you can provide a service and that you're an expert and you've got X number of years of experience. They want to know that it works too. So if you can give them some social proof along with it, that's a real bonus. So number five, you've got to stop cold selling or rushing selling. This is the biggest mistake that service providers will make when they're trying to get sales. They will rush the process. And this happens to me all the time and it kind of drives me mad and it's always the same people who do it. 
people will slide into your DMs and they'll be all friendly and like, oh, hey, babes, love your profile. Hey, how? So would you like to have a chat about my service? And I'm like, no, don't know you from Adam. Like, seriously, no, this is not the way you sell to me. Rushing the process is so ick. Why don't we like this? Because we don't want to rush anything. It's like going on the first date and proposing. It's just not cool. So when you're selling, don't cold DM people. I don't care what all the gurus out there say. Cold DMing people is not good. Don't cold call people. Don't cold email people. It's just so not the way to do things. Better off focusing on building trust in your audience, sharing what you do, sharing your expertise, teaching them things, educating them things, entertaining them, and then they'll buy from you. This works because this is what I've been doing for the last year in my business. And that is how I built trust with my audience. I don't go cold DMing anyone. I don't go around rushing people into the sale. If people want to buy from me, great. But if they don't, I'm not going to worry about it because they're not ready. So don't feel like you have to rush the process. If somebody gets in touch with you and says, hey, I'm interested in such and such, don't pitch them straight away. Get them on a call, have a conversation, find out what their needs are, see if they're the right fit for you first. You don't need to rush this stuff because the more you try and rush it, the less it will work and they will notice, they will smell it. The desperation will be clear. So we don't need to do that because we can take our time. And when we take our time, we figure out what's right. We notice more red flags. We notice more green flags. We notice who is right for us. And a really beautiful business arrangement is formed from having conversations and building trust. It's not formed from a quick DM and then a, oh yeah, okay, fine. I'll go for it. Like forced sale. That's not the way we sell. That's not the way you ever want to sell. I know you don't want to sell like that, but I've just had to say this just in case anybody's thinking about cold selling. I just really don't agree with it. I don't think it works in this day and age. And there are other ways of selling, which don't feel icky to you either. So yeah, make it more enjoyable by building trust first and doing things slowly. Okay. Number six you got to ask for the sale, babe, without it being sleazy, of course, but you've got to ask for the sale. And this is part of making selling enjoy- enjoyable is practicing asking for the sale. So you're like, that's not enjoyable to me. I don't want to ask for the sale. I feel awful asking for the sale, but I want you to practice this because once you practice this, you get better at it. You will find it more easy and more comfortable asking for the sale. And when you ask for the sale, magic will happen. <laughs> when you ask for the sale, people will buy from you. And the more you ask for the sale, the more you create those calls to action, the more you invite people to get on a call with you, the more you invite people to understand how you can help them achieve the results they want, the more you will sell. If you're not asking for the sale and if you're not feeling like that's something you can do, then don't expect the sales to come in. It has to, you have to do this. I'm sorry to be tough. Like you have to learn how to do this. And if you're not the kind of person who feels comfortable getting on Instagram stories and asking for the sale, then at least make sure that you're asking for the sale on those calls with clients when you're, when you're having a discovery call. And you don't need to pressure people if you're asking for the sale. I think this is the big confusion, I guess, about actually calling people to buy from you. It's not about you saying, right, if you, if you want to buy now, right, here's the invoice and you have to sign right now. It's about saying things like, so what do you think to that? How does that sound for you? Do you see yourself going forward with this particular service? Is this the right fit for you? So you can ask more softer questions that still ask for the sale, but get the answers you want without going, buy this shit now. (laughs) So 
Don't worry too much about being salesy when you're asking for the sale because you can make it more natural than you think. And there is a whole bunch of different ways that you can have these conversations on discovery calls, which I will share in another episode. But for now, know that it's okay to ask for the sale and for you to do that more often than you think, because it will work. It will help people buy from you. So number seven, got to make selling less about your feelings. And this is hard because we like love our businesses and we love our work and we're passionate about what we do. And, you know, we love our bank accounts. Like we want to get more money in and like we probably need more money in. And sometimes it's really stressful when you've got like a lead on the phone and you know that if you win that lead, you'll be all right, you'll be covered for this month. But if you don't, then things are going to get a bit hairy. And so it's really hard not to get emotionally attached to that lead, to that person. And then when they say no, to feel like it's some sort of personal vendetta or not even vendetta, but like you've done something wrong. So to make selling more enjoyable, one of the things you have to do and you have to learn to do is become less emotionally attached to the people that are prospecting with you, because not all of them are going to say yes, and not all of them are going to work out. And the people that do want to work with you in my experience, generally, they come along, they've already decided, they pop the money in in your bank account, they cannot wait to work with you. And they are dreamy. And that's how it works if they are dreamy. And if they're not, they will probably ghost you, or they'll just decide it's not for them, and they'll change their mind. And that's fine. And you have to learn to not be personally uh, affected by that, because selling is all about numbers. So think about the numbers, the big ratios here. So let's say you have 10 discovery calls. What percentage of those discovery calls are going to convert to a client? Maybe five, maybe three, not all of them. And so all you need to do is focus on how many you're converting over the space of a month. And so getting more people on the phone is actually better and a more effective way of you getting less emotionally attached to all of these people. Because you know, okay, fine, I've got like five discovery calls this month probably only one or two of them are going to convert and that's fine. Like I know not everyone's going to be the right fit. All right, let's have a little recap. So number one was do your research, get totally obsessed with your old dream client and find out exactly what they want and need from you. Number two was create a product or service that people actually want. A product or service that is based on solving a problem or helping your client get to a specific goal. Number three, Make your services easy to sell. So package them up, create the right messaging, dig into all of the details. Like don't be vague about what you're selling. Number four, be really, really strong in your belief that this product service is the tits, right? It has to appeal to you and you have to believe in it as well as appealing to your clients. When you believe in it, they'll believe in it. Number five, stop cold selling and being pushy and doing all that kind of icky stuff in the DMs. No, no, no. And number six, ask for the sale without it being sleazy. So get used to asking for the sale, practice that lots and be okay with it because that's what's going to get you sales. When you ask for the sale, magic happens. And number seven was about getting less emotionally invested in your sales leads and treating them a little bit like a numbers game. Okay, well, I hope this episode gave you some tips and tricks on how to make selling more enjoyable in your business. It is really, really challenging. And I'm just going to say right now, I don't think any of this is going to happen overnight. If you're struggling with this, if you're finding selling icky, if you find it difficult, the best way to get better at selling 
is just a practice. It's like anything in your business. The more you do it, the more you have those conversations, the more you refine how you sell, the more you learn how to be a better salesperson by practicing, the better it will feel and the more enjoyable it will feel. And I want you to know that I used to really hate selling and finding it so hard and panicking, like literally panicking on a discovery call um, because I didn't know what I was selling and I didn't know I didn't know the, the, like the formula or the method to make it work for me and everyone is different. And I found it very stressful. However, I now know how to do it in a way that feels really exciting for me and enjoyable and fun. And it works. It works so well. I convert most of my discovery calls to clients because I'm very, very confident about what it is I'm selling. And I know that it works for my dream clients because I've spent a lot of time researching it, designing it that way. And that has taken a long time. So big caveat for this episode is these are some tips that will help you along the way, but please don't feel like this stuff has to happen overnight. It's really a slow, gradual process of learning and refining. Okay, I hope you enjoyed this episode today. So babe, if you are struggling with all things offers, pricing, selling, then I think we maybe need to have a little chat because I might be able to help you with the way that you're selling your services. And I believe that the big block that comes in with this is the offer. So I always like to start with your offer. What is your offer? Is it what your client needs? Is it what they desire? Is it well-formed? Is it unique and irresistible to your dream clients? If you want to have a chat with me about how you can make your offers more exciting and more irresistible to your clients, then you can book a free discovery call with me anytime. All you need to do is pop onto the link in the show notes. You can also head to my website, fiercelyfreelance.co. There's a lovely little button on there to help you book a call. And yeah, let's just get on the phone and have a chat about that because I'm happy to share some tips and techniques with you on how to make those things work better for you. All right, love, thanks for listening as ever. See you soon. Thanks for listening today, love. Now, if you'd like to access more epic freelancer support and resources, then head on over to fiercelyfreelance.co. This is where you'll find classes, tools and courses to help you grow your business. And you can also come and find us on Instagram as well, where you'll get lots of savvy tips and advice. So we're at Fiercely Freelance on Instagram. And finally, if you're enjoying the show, I would love if you could spend a couple of moments to rate and review us as well. Big love and see you again soon.